Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Escape from Planet Picture Show. That's never going to get old. No. I love that. This is only episode two, and I'm still loving this. Um, as you all know, my name is Taylor. I am here joined again by my co-host. Nathan. Nathan, also known as? Postcreditreviews.com. So um, <laughs> this is plug number. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm no, not going to continue yeah. that joke from last episode. <laughs> Uh, but we actually have a special guest here in the office with us. Um, yeah, so this is our very first Halloween episode, so we thought, why not bring in the scariest guy I know? Um, this <laughs> You're too kind. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. This is my best friend, Michael. Michael, say hi to the people. Hello, everyone. So, um, how are you doing today, man? I'm good. Good, good. You ready for, uh, for a podcast today? It's my first podcast, so we'll see. It's your first podcast ever? First podcast being a part of, yes. Okay. You also Same might here. want to flip that microphone <laughs> around, dude. It sounds kind of... Oh, is that better? No, no, no. I mean like, like that. Like, like that. Okay. That's, oh, Whoa. see how much better. Look Whoa. at that. So, it is his first podcast. He clearly has no <laughs> idea how to work a microphone. So um, everybody, I brought in Michael this week because he's obviously a, been a big um, fan of mine. No, he's a he's a friend of mine. We've been friends for a very very long time. It's been uh, eight years. Nine. It's been nine. No, uh -oh. almost nine. Almost, almost nine, nine years. <laughs> almost nine. It's been a long time. Um, we met at the Disney College program back in the day, back in 2014. Way too long ago. Seems way too long ago. That doesn't seem like it, but I know, that was a very long time ago. Um, but I brought him on here because he's actually an aspiring actor. He's actually worked on a couple projects with me back in the day. Um, I've, he's done uh, professional headshots, and um, we've done photos and stuff together. And um, it's uh, just always a pleasure working with him on set. So I'm very happy to have him along for the ride this time around. Um, now, this is not an acting episode, unfortunately. Not to, Dang it. I know. Not to break the news to you or anything. But today, it is going to be our very first Halloween episode. Yay. Woo! So it's actually a month-long Halloween spectacular we've got going on here. Oh, boy. It's going to be really fun. Um, well, there's not going to be any new reviews, I don't think, this month. No. One. Or One. no, well, yeah, there's going to be... Do you have a plan? Two or three of new movies. So yeah. which, do you know which movie specifically? Yes. Okay. Um, Amsterdam, for sure. Okay. Halloween Ends. Okay. And Black Adam. Black. For sure. Oh, that's right. Black Adam does come out this month. Yeah. That's right. And if anyone has heard our last podcast, we all know how excited Nathan is about Black Adam. I'm so excited. He's stoked. Yay. Yay. That's going to be a fun episode, though, when the review comes out. <laughs> I can't wait to see his reactions for everything. Um, so, obviously, we're just going to go and kick it off and just go and head right into it. What are we talking about today? Let me tell you. Again, it's our very first Halloween episode. We have plenty of Halloween themes coming your way. This week, specifically, we are talking zombies and vampires. Ooh. So. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was good. That was really good, man. <laughs> we got to put on a voice uh, thing over that, though. Make it a little bit more ominous. Oh. You know. <laughs> That'll be a lot of fun. Um, but uh, So this week, we're going to be talking specifically zombies and vampires. Um, the history of zombies and vampires, how much fun they've been in media and in entertainment for the past, oh my God, um, easily 80 years they've yep. been around. Um, but um, 
you know, before we actually hop into that themed event that we have planned, we do have a couple things we want to talk about. First off, last week, if you haven't, again, heard our episode yet, we talked about Don't Worry, Darling. It's one of the newest episodes, or episodes. It's one of the, the newest. only episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the newest um, movies that have been released, one of the biggest uh, blockbuster movies that have been released recently. Yeah. And um, we have a pretty good review that came through last week. Yeah. So um, a quick recap on that. It was a 3.5 out of 5 yeah. in Nathan's book. Which is pretty average for me. It's not like terrible, but it's not amazing. It's yeah. solid. Absolutely. And I, I feel like that's a fair score based on everything that you explained last week, of course. Yeah. It seems pretty fair. Um, it was a spoiler-free review, so mm-hmm. don't be afraid to go into it to think that um, you know, you're going to be um, spoiled. So it's all spoiler-free. And if you don't want to listen to it, he does have an actual physical one that you can read on his uh, website, postcreditreviews.com. Yeah, and I think I go into more depth on the website. Then. Perfect. It's because he's not improvising here on the spot. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's also things I'm sure that weren't brought up yeah, in post-credit sure. reviews yeah. that are on here. So if you want the full scoop, you can go ahead and drop into both. So yeah. that would be very much appreciated. Um, in more exciting news, well, the most exciting news, our first po- episode dropped yesterday on all of the different platforms. So we dropped it on Spotify, on Anchor.fm. Um, I actually had it drop on um, Amazon Music oh, as cool, well. cool. And I think it's on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, I think so, too. I th- saw it. Yeah. I saw, like, a little thing about it on so Anchor. So I'm not... We're, we're still trying to learn all these different <laughs> programs and stuff, but I'm pretty sure it's on at least four of those programs. We're trying to get more to, you know, spread out more to everybody here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what's crazy about that is that not only was it released yesterday, it was exciting because it was our first episode, but yesterday was also International Podcast Day. I'm telling you guys, we had no idea. That we had no clue. I just, when we first started planning this out, I was like, oh, let's drop it the week after Don't Worry Darling just to, like, have that synergy of the movie coming out and then yesterday i saw all these posts about international podcast day and i was like oh great people are gonna think that we're like we planned it all <laughs> along it we had completely no idea. coincidental it yeah funny. you know it's even crazier too because um we've been planning this podcast for months yeah we started back in july yeah i think it was like end of july early august we've That's been planning it for a long two time months two months so lots of planning has gone into it and we had no idea that international podcast day was even a holiday <laughs> so um super exciting stuff we dropped it on a major minor national holiday yes so super exciting um but other than that it's time to go ahead and hop into movie and entertainment news Both of you guys chimed in on that one. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Mitch, are you familiar with what's going on in the news right now? Not really. No? You're just kind of whatever happens, happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're going to be uh, – hope, hopefully you'll have some questions after we talk about the cool stuff that's happening today. Um, I mean, obviously, today is officially October 1st, the yep. beginning of Spooky Spooky Month. Um, this is one of Nathan's favorite times of years. Yeah, it's like Halloween's like my favorite holiday. Is is it your favorite favorite holiday? I think it is. Yeah. How about you, Michael? What's your favorite holiday? Ooh, I mean, definitely Halloween's up there, but maybe Christmas. I just like 
I like those decorations. Christmas. Around the holidays. Okay, we'll definitely bring you back for the Christmas episode then. Yes. For sure. Um, it won't be on Christmas. I got things to do. What? Me too. But <laughs> I know. We, we have these things called families. Ugh, weird. God, we have to be a part of sometimes. <laughs> uh, but we'll definitely bring you back for that since you're a big uh, uh, Christmas fan. Um, but uh, with spooky season, um, we're going to be talking a little bit more about some spooky movies, obviously with Halloween right around the corner. Uh, but before we hop into the movies, um, we did something fun like three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. We did. Uh uh, this is not in our last episode because I edited it. I edited it out because it was a very long and lengthy explanation. Yeah. Um, it is in our extended episode, which is actually releasing on Monday. Which it'll already be out by the time this goes yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. But... <laughs> Monday at 9 a.m. is going to be released on all the same platforms we talked about earlier. It's going to go a little bit deeper um, into what we are going to be basically talking about today. But yeah. we went to Hollywood Horror Nights. Yeah. So much fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a good time. There's a lot of mazes this year. Yeah, and a lot of better mazes than last year. So a lot that of was better mazes. Great. Yeah. Um obviously we were there all day. Yep. From I wanna say we got there we got to City Walk around twelve and we didn't leave until three in the morning, two thirty in the morning. That yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about right. It was a long day. Um we lucked out and we got the two PM pass tickets yeah um for those of you who don't know um hollywood horror nights is huge out here in california um, people love it they come from all around to experience this um but the actual event starts at 6 p.m every um time they have it i don't yeah. know the exact schedule for it um so we were lucky enough to get in a couple hours early um to explore universal studios before we actually got into all the spooktacular stuff um but out of all the mazes, I don't know all the mazes by heart because it was three weeks is a long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you have a favorite maze? Yes. My favorite maze was definitely La Llorona. That was my favorite. But like a really close second, like I want to say really close, is the Hollywood Hotel, which was excellent as well. It was one of their first original mazes. In years, I think. In, it's been <laughs> a long time. So yeah. Orlando has a lot of original stuff. Yeah. But Hollywood... Um, they just like to feed off of the stuff they have. It makes it a little bit easier yeah. for them, you know. Plus, it's very IP-driven, which is, I think, normal because we're in Hollywood, so. Absolutely. I agree with that. But, um, yeah, La La Rona. La... Wow. I Guess what's being edited just... out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Let's go ahead and start that over. La Llorona. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, was definitely a great maze. It was a really good maze. It, uh spooky to say the least yes. the jump scares are really good yeah um, even though there were actors missing not all the actors uh, were there. there yeah there were like two or three that were missing but even it was still scary it was still <laughs> scary yeah um but it was really good the the special effects in that uh maze were awesome yeah um i think my favorite was the scarecrow reaping that even then my that favorite. was still missing actors too yeah well we didn't know that at first though. i know yeah you know we still scary we, <laughs> we were peeing ourselves on the way out of that uh maze and we found out later that morning um after everybody got dropped off that there were actors missing i can't yeah. even imagine it with more actors i know 
It felt like everybody was in there. Like, it didn't seem empty at all. It was crowded, and it was scary. Well, it was also the end of the night. Yeah. Like, I think we did it, like, 15 minutes before they ended up Yeah, I just say we got in line at, like, 145, and then we actually went into the house at, like, 150 or 155. Oh, yeah. That was a good one, though. So good. So good. So if anyone decides to go to Horror Nights, I strongly recommend it. Uh, We are not advertised. Um, by Universal Studios at all. We're just big Universal Studios fans. Um, so if anyone decides to go, uh, make sure you go before Halloween is over. Their last day is on Halloween Day. They do not go over that limit. Nope. Um, and ticket prices do vary depending on when you go. I am not here to advertise for them, but check out their website. It's a <laughs> lot of fun. I strongly recommend everybody go. Now, Michael. Yes? Have you ever been to Hollywood Horror Nights? No. No, do you do any of that scary stuff during this time of year? Of course. I mean, I'd love to. It's just a lot of it's just timing and getting out to LA is, you know. So anybody that's not from California getting to LA from anywhere else in California is not easy. It no. That's facts. That's facts <laughs> for sure. Uh, okay, so let me ask you this then: If you had the choice to do any of the haunted stuff, because obviously there's lots of choices out here in California, right? There's um, Hollywood Horror Nights. There's Not Scary Farm. There's Queen Mary is still doing theirs. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, and SeaWorld yeah. has their own now. SeaWorld has their Six Flags is doing a Scream Fest or Fright Fest or whatever it's I called. Think it was Fright, Fright Fest. Fest. Fright Fest. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, the greatest of them all, Oogie Boogie Bash. That's my personal. I'm favorite. going to that on the 16th. Are you really? Oh, I am. See? Oh my God, that's so exciting. So you've heard all the news about Oogie Boogie Bash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ernest- what are you most excited about? Ernesto De La Cruz, I Yes. Think. Oh, wow. Have you, video, have you been, Nathan? No, but I saw the video, and I was like, I have to go, but it sold out. So so. It sold out. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable how good that character looks. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. it's not fair to the rest of the characters on how good that character looks. <laughs> and I'm excited to see it at California Adventure, because uh, I've only been to the Halloween party at Disneyland. I have not yet gone to the California Adventure side. Really? Really. Oh, man. They've been doing Oogie Boogie Bash there for a while. When was the last time you went? The, well, the last time I went, I think, was uh, 2017 or 2018. Uh, oh, so like first... right before the pandemic. Yeah, Oogie okay. Boogie Bash, the first one was actually 2019, right before the pandemic. Oh. The first one in California Adventure. I do remember that. I yep. was actually working for the parks at that time. Oh. Yeah, back then. I was too. That's no. why I knew. Oh. I know. Oh, my God. Uh, it's been so long. It's a back in my day story right there. Your oh, memories. Bruh. You damn kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's that's cool, man. I'm glad you get to You said you're going on the 16th. Yeah. So in exactly 15 days from today. Yes. Give or take. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the lights went down again. <laughs> it's, I, yeah. They'll come back up. It's okay. Um, it's spooky season. It is spooky season. Good I know they hear us talking about horror nights and the lights are just like, no. Um. Well, that's cool. I mean, yeah, Horror Nights was a blast. Yep. It's but I do also want to do Horror Nights as well. I've heard nothing but good things. Oh, my gosh. If you want to walk away with some wet pants, that's a great place to go. Yeah. They, they get you good, dude. Especially, I'm telling you, that Scarecrow, the Reaping. Yeah. Um, that They came at you from all angles. At the Literally at the very end, yeah. that last room you were in. Oh, I'm going to cry. I didn't like that. It was traumatizing. <laughs> it was. But I would do it again yeah honestly. i would totally do it so again see you guys there next year <laughs> uh next up uh some tom H- 
Hanks news. I know it seems kind of obscure to be talking about Tom Hanks because he hasn't, you know, he doesn't do as much as he used to. Yeah, he only know? has. Uh, he had but, Pinocchio a few weeks ago, and mm-hmm. then he has only one more film at the end of the year. Yeah, so he's he's slowing down his wagon a little bit. Yeah. You know, um, still a fantastic actor, never not going to be a fantastic actor. Uh, what's your take on Tom Cruise, Michael, or Tom Cruise? Wow, <laughs> he's very short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're really all over oh the place. Oh my god! What? Someone should have had an extra cup of coffee today. What's your take on Tom Hanks, Michael? Tom I mean, Hanks. Who doesn't like Tom Hanks? Well, what's your favorite movie he's been in? Oh my gosh. Um, that's really tough. I mean, growing up with Toy Story, I mean, how could you not love that? I think that that character is iconic. But I'm just trying to. I, there's been so many Tom Hanks movies. I just really need to see. Yeah. Think about which one is my favorite. Well, keep on thinking, because I have a list here that okay. I'd like to share with you. So Tom Hanks made the news recently this week. Um, he's obviously a huge actor. He's a two-time Oscar winner. Um, he's won so many awards. He's been nominated um, endless amounts of times. Um, but out of his 40-year career, <laughs> he said he's made, and I quote, four pretty good movies. And the ones he said, I was like, okay. I was surprised. I know, me too. So, okay, so I'm, since we're all here, right, This is it's a judgment-free zone until after you say something. Yes. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go around the room, and I want to hear what everybody's fav- top four favorite Tom Hanks movies are, or better yet, what would you think Tom Hanks' top four movies would be? Um, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Okay, so that was my initial guess too, right? Because that's like a huge uh, pop culture staple. Uh, people are super familiar with that movie. Um, but believe it or not, that did not make his list. Interesting. What about Philadelphia? Philadelphia? Oh, I forgot he was in Philadelphia. <laughs> that's, he won the Oscar for that. <laughs> I know. I, oh my Cast God. Away. Cast Away? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one too. That's a great one. Um, obviously, Toy Story, right? All of them. Yeah. All the shorts. He was not in the video games, though. That was actually his brother that voiced Woody. Oh, really? The yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, for the toy, too. And Oh, yeah, for the toy. So the actual voice box on the Woody doll, if you happen it's to buy his brother, one, yeah. it's his brother. Dang, never knew that. Yeah, a little fun fact there for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I'm reading it. A League of Their Own. That's a, a good of one. Their, that's a great one. That is a good one. That's a great one. So basically, that. what? You've never seen a League of Their Own? Nope. <laughs> There's no crying in baseball. No, you've never heard that quote, at least. No, oh, dude, you know, played it's, baseball it's before. A, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's it's a. I would consider that a comedy. A dramedy. Yeah, dr- okay. Yeah, yeah. It's got definitely got some comic relief, but it's more of a serious-ish topic. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, very well it's done. It's really good. So I strongly recommend it. Um, but basically, in the news, he brought up that um, he doesn't base his favorite movies or his quote-unquote pretty good movies on um, how many awards he's won, how many nominations he's got. He bases them on experiences, on how much he's had fun on set. So and I think that's a really interesting way to look at things. That makes more sense, though, like he, if you had fun. No, absolutely, because you're not working at that point. Exactly. Right? You're, you're yeah. doing something that you love for the sake of doing something that you love, and I think that's awesome. Um, now, 
in in regards to that, Nathan, you're an actor, or you've acted in yeah. the past, yeah, right? Um, not not like in movies, yeah, but I was in gonna theater. say like in musical theater, yeah. Yeah. Um, have you had any shows that you're kind of like in if if you're in the same mindset as Tom Hanks, let's say, right? And you're like, I'm basing it off of experience. This is my favorite play, based on the experience I had. What play would that be? Oh, definitely Mamma Mia, the one I just did. Oh, this the one, past yeah, spring. you just did that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it was my first musical in high school that I performed in. I worked in like the crew in the past, um, but this was the first one I performed in. It was just so much fun, especially the song I was in. It was very. Which was? Who did you play? I played Pepper. He's like the um, ladies' man bartender. Oh. Um, and so the song that I'm in, I'm trying to get with another woman, or the one of the. Uh, dynamos and the song was very very intense dance wise okay yeah (laughs) i can dig that musical theater is no joke yeah no well and i'm actually glad you brought that up because you have the same question michael uh michael is also in musical theater he's done theater in the past as well um you've been doing it for a couple years um you did it all four years in in high school two out of the four years in high school i took a couple years off i did my freshman year and then i did my senior year again so out of the you did how many plays all together four So out of those four, which one, same question, based on Tom Hanks' experience, what would you say, based on your experience, was your favorite play that you did? Uh, Curtains. Curtains? Yeah. It's it's a comedy one. It's uh, It won Tony's and everything. I didn't really know much about it until I was in it, and it's hilarious. <laughs> so I've, I've literally only heard of Curtains when you brought it up when we lived together. Yep. I had no <laughs> idea what Curtains was beforehand. And I'm embarrassed because I like to say, oh, I like musical theater. It's all good. <laughs> and then people are too. like, uh, have you seen I curtains? mean, there's a lot of musicals out there, so I'll give you a little there's, bit of credit. Yeah, oh, I, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, there's actually going to be an episode down the road where we're going to be talking about musicals. Yes. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so, sorry, we got super side, uh, sidetracked <laughs> here. But Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. So the ones he listed were A League of Their Own, which was actually brought up. This is uh, crazy, 1992. Castaway, 2000, 2012's Believe It or Not, Cloud Atlas. Never seen that one. I haven't either. I haven't either. I remember the posters coming out. Yeah, yeah I remember I all the too. promotion kinda, for I've that I've heard movie. about it, yeah. but yeah, I just haven't seen it. And I remember how stoked I was um, when the movie was being uh, uh, advertised. It looked really good. Um, I just never had the chance to see it. Um, but those were listed as the three best experiences he's ever had in making movies. So I think that's pretty incredible that um, Philadelphia and Forrest Gump didn't have that same vibe, you know, as the two that he's actually won Oscars for, you know. Um, but, I mean, that would make sense. As someone who's a professional, like, you're there to work hard, not to play hard. Or Big, that one too. No. Oh, I love Big. Big, yeah. Big was fun. Yeah, or for what's, sure. Or what's the one with the house that they oh, buy? Uh, um, uh, Money Pit. Money Pit. Yeah. Money Pit. That's a, that's, if anyone hasn't seen Money Pit, it's awesome. I have that really saved funny. on my phone, so we, my wife and I can watch it when we're on the plane. Like we like to watch, That's like one that we go to. It's just so, so hilarious. Good. It's so good. My mom loves that movie. She loves the scene where he walks into the room and uh, he falls through the hole. Um, on the second floor and like the rug is like wrapped around him but he's stuck with his little hand sticking out of the top he's singing songs to himself Uh, she thinks it's the funniest scene ever my Um, wife and I go back and forth to each other like I'll be like I'm right here (laughs) when I'm in the other room if she's asking where I'm at so that we from that movie so I thought that was just really clever how Tom Hanks he just sees life differently 
And yeah. I think that's really cool because you don't hear that from a lot of actors nowadays, you know. Um, and then the last news I want to bring up before we start hopping into the movie stuff, if anyone is, uh, you know, familiar with Trevor Noah and the late night show hosts and, like, the political shows like Stephen Colbert, uh, Trevor Noah is actually quitting The Daily Show. I know. Seven years he was on the air. And that includes the COVID time. Wow. Yeah, when he was doing his uh, his direct from home uh, daily show. That's that's a long time for him to just kind of get up and go. Now, I don't know the details on this. There's not a whole lot of information except people just saying, I can't believe he's leaving. (laughs) But um, Trevor Noah is awesome. I think he has just he has such a uh, unique take on politicals and he has a unique take on um, just you know things happening in our world where he can always create that humorous spin to it and I think that's just really something unique that you don't find in a whole lot of uh, nighttime hosts nowadays you know Um, but that's it for movie and entertainment news yes for this week I mean those are the big ones at least I think you're forgetting one am I forgetting what am I forgetting you're forgetting a big one which one Deadpool 3, Hugh Jackman's Oh, back. my <laughs> God. Of all the people to forget about Deadpool. I, know, that's so I, I was like, I, have I a don't Deadpool see it all. bro. I've been looking at him all day. We have oh a my Nolan God. North autographed Deadpool. Oh, my God. we've I had did. this document open for a week, and I'm like, okay, when's it going to be on I'm there? I'm so When's it going to be on there? I, I, I was that person where when that news came out, I just skipped to everybody. Did you hear about Deadpool? Did you hear about Deadpool? Did you hear about Deadpool? <laughs> but I never actually... I never wrote it down. I'm embarrassed. (laughs) So, um, yeah, obviously I'm embarrassed to even talk about this now. So I'm going to go and have Nathan take the reins here about um, everything wonderful that's coming out with Deadpool 3. Okay, so it comes out September 6, 2024? That's what they say. Yeah. So um, We'll see. I know. Well, MCU is notorious for pushing back movies. Yeah, so they're already doing it with Blade, the new Blade not coming out next year <laughs> there's a lot of drama with blade though. yeah yeah we'll we'll, we'll dive into that towards the very very end of the podcast because it is a vampire movie <laughs> it is a vampire movie so we'll jump into that a little bit later um, um but uh yeah so deadpool's coming out at the end of 2024 four so yeah. we still have two more years to go and it's basically with ryan reynolds and hugh jackman and that's all we know so it's gonna be amazing yeah always did you did you see the, the quote-unquote trailer yeah, the with the, Ryan on his couch. Yeah, and like the little documentary esque type uh, vibe or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It was really funny though. So good. Yeah. So good. I just love when he's just like, "Hey, Hugh, you want to come back for Wolverine?" Yeah, sure, sure Ryan. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then they did a follow up. Yeah. Uh, one where it was uh, Ryan and Hugh sitting on the couch. And they were talking about like all the questions that people had yeah. about Wolverine. Because obviously, um, spoiler alert, if anyone hasn't seen Logan, he, he dies. dies. Have you seen Logan? Uh-oh. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Michael. That's okay. I haven't been that big on... I mean, I like I love Wolverine, but I just haven't been as big on the movies. I just haven't been... I'm really bad at catching up on movies. Well, I mean, the superhero movies are hard to catch up on. Yeah, especially when they have like... 10 million a year. Yeah. And then spinoffs and TV shows. TV shows. <laughs> and yeah, just, it gets complicated. So I, I get that. I get that. But yeah, he does die at the very end. Um, so the way they address that. <laughs> I think I'd heard that anyway. <laughs> the way they address it in the actual trailer is so funny because it's Ryan and Hugh and they're enacting like a fight scene with each other. 
but they have a Whamson playing <laughs> over them talking. Of so it's so you can't actually hear what they're saying. You just see them talking to each other and like pretend fighting each other on the couch while talking to the camera, and then the music stops, and they're like, "Yeah, and that's all we have planned." Ha uh-huh, ha! So funny. That's such a Ryan Reynolds thing. Super Ryan Reynolds. Such a Ryan Reynolds thing. I love it. I love it. But yeah, I totally. I'm embarrassed. I forgot to bring that up. Yeah. Thank it's you okay. for bringing that to the attention of the airwaves, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Um. So yeah. Okay. Well, after that embarrassing display of me not knowing my own favorite superhero, I'm gonna go ahead and pass it again over to Mr. Nathan. We're gonna be talking about release news, specifically what's gonna be coming out for spooky season. Lots yes. of streaming services are giving out their own movies and, and TV shows and all this stuff to kind of, you know, incorporate Halloween. So um, what's what's on the way, bud? Yeah, so the streaming movies. Um, well, as yesterday, Hocus Pocus 2 and My Best Friend's Exorcism came out um, September 30th. And then for Netflix, um, in the month of October, we have Mr. Harrigan's Phone coming out October 5th. The Curse of Bridge Hollow, coming out October 14th. And then from Jordan Peele, Wendell and Wilde, October 28th. Which looks not like something that Jordan Peele would do. Yeah. I, actually, no. It's not directed by Jordan Peele. He's producing it. It's directed by Henry Selick, the guy that did Nightmare Before Christmas, Coraline, and James and the Giant Peach. That makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> um, and then for Hulu, coming out October 7th, Hellraiser, the new installment. Um, October 10th, Grim Cuddy. October 21st, Abandon. Um, for Disney Plus, there's only one, and it's Werewolf by Night, October 7th. Which is a Marvel one, right? Yes, Mar- their first special. So is it, do you know anything about this at all? Yeah, um, it's around 52 minutes long with credits. Um, it has, I think, Gail Garcia, okay, I'm going to put your name, hold on, let me search it up, Gail Garcia Bernal. He was in Coco. Um, he plays um, Werewolf by Night. Um, and it's kind of based off of like those 1960s B-movie horror films. So, um, And it's directed by Michael Giacchino, who is no, uh, he's known for, com- he's a composer. So he's making his way to directing now. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. But that's all for Disney+. Plus. Um, for the three people that have Paramount Plus, you can watch Significant Other on October 7th. Um, and for all the micro- Michael Myers fans, um, Halloween, en- Halloween Ends will be on Peacock and theaters October 14th. Um, and then lastly, this is not streaming, it's cable, but I thought I'd bring it up because it's kind of weird. Um, bring It On is back, but for Slasher, Bring It On, Cheer or Die. That's October 8th on Sci-Fi. What? Yes. Interesting. When, when was the last time a Bring It On movie was actually made? I don't know, but you're getting a new one, so. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's insane, dude. So yeah. it's, a, it's a slasher movie? Yeah, they are in regionals, um, but they have to practice, and I think that they go inside the gym, but the gym's like haunted or something, and then one by one they start to die. So, oh, so it's like a mystery in a way, yeah. too. Very like scream esque okay. type thing. So this is super up Stacy's alley. Yes, I was yeah. literally gonna mention it. I was like, <laughs> this is something that she's uh, super into. She loves the uh, the bringing on movies. Yeah, and she, but she also likes slasher movies, and she also likes B movies. So 
Sounds like a win-win-win on yeah. all occasions. October 8th, the ex- Sci-Fi Channel. Are you excited about bringing on Michael? Oh, yeah, you know it. Oh, <laughs> I know favorite. it. He's going to be there the day it re- comes out. Stacey yeah. and I are going to be having the popcorn ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man. I mean, the Paramount Plus joke that you brought in there also was uh, great. Yes, I am one of those three people that have oh, Paramount Plus. Derek's the other one. <laughs> well, Derek has Paramount Plus, I think too? He does, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I had Paramount Plus for a little while, um, only because the Sonic the Hedgehog movie was going to be released on there. Yeah. Um, so I waited for that to be released, and I got one of those free subscriptions for it. I'm never going back. Yeah, it's a like, terrible service. It's and it's not. It's okay. Here's the thing. It's it's not the product itself. It's it's the the interface. Yeah, it's terrible. It doesn't load right no. at all. There's a lot of lag when yes. it comes to like the connection between the remote and the actual program itself. It's just not fun. I know. And it's they're not. thinking about combining it with Showtime. I was like. Fix your problems first, then combine it with Showtime. And I was going to say, it could always improve. You know, yeah. Well, they can also go to Warner Brothers and Discovery as well. So maybe we can just make a big lump sum <laughs> <laughs> of all these terrible streaming services and just be like, hey, you guys go. Yeah. $2 a month. That's all we need. Please, someone subscribe. <laughs> or we're just going to all go back to cable one day and go back where we started. Isn't that what we're at right now? Everyone's buying streaming services like it's cable. Yeah. Oh, when are they going to start doing like combination ones? Like, oh, you get Netflix, Hulu, and this or whatever. For uh, Disney amount. does that, sir. Disney. You get Disney oh, yeah. Plus, oh, yeah. ESPN, uh, and ESPN Hulu. Plus, and Hulu. Hulu, and you get uh, Dis- or not Discovery, uh, National Geographic. Oh yeah, National oh, Geographic oh, really? too. Because huh? I think that. Oh. And The Simpsons. Have... That's on all their commercials. <laughs> <laughs> they stick that into anything they can. So, uh, so good, so good. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, yeah. good sir. Appreciate do you want to do the October movies as well, or <gasps> do you have access to that? Yes. Oh my gosh! I have all the October movies. The man who Google's over here, yes. he's ready, bro. Bring it on. Okay, so these are all theatrical, except for one of them. But October seventh, this coming Friday, Amsterdam in theaters, Lyle Lyle Crocodile in theaters, um, and then two award contenders. We have Tar, uh, starring. Kate Blanchett, and then Triangle of Sadness, um, October 14th, Halloween Ends on Theaters and Peacock, and, oh, wait, I lied. These are not all theatrical. Sorry. I don't even Why? know my this own list. This is only episode two, Sorry, sir. sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, and then <laughs> um, October 14th, um, we have Rosaline, which is a twist on Romeo and Juliet, and that'll be on Hulu. October 21st, Black Adam in Theaters. Wendell and Wild on Netflix, and then Ticket to Paradise on theaters, and Raymond and Ray on Apple TV Plus, and then to close out the month of October, we have an awards contender, All Quiet on the rest Western Front, um, on Netflix. Thank you, thank you very much. That was really good. Yes. I think you right. should have done the Crows one though. So, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Halloween ends. I know you're excited for Halloween. Yes. Ends. So it's the same guy that did the original, or not the original, but like the other Halloween. Yeah, movies. the 2018 and 2021. Yeah. Ones. Just wait so. for Halloween: The Force Awakens. Yes. But um, <laughs> when it comes back again, on <laughs> like 10 years, found on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> after Disney owns the entire world, I wouldn't be surprised. Not me either. That's exciting. I didn't know you had the movie list. Yeah. I love that. I'm prepared. I, I'm like somebody. <coughs> Michael. What? <laughs> Who's right. the one that didn't know Deadpool so 3? Sh- 
<laughs> for shame. It's okay. The deed has already been done, everybody. I'm already crying. Stop it. So here we are, guys. It is a review time. I don't have an air We do not have that sound effect. Sorry. No, we're, we'll, we'll get it eventually. <laughs> but until then, I'm just going to make my own. Um, typically at this portion of the podcast, I like to go ahead and drop some movie history on everybody, um, depending on the genre or whatever we're going to be talking about during the week. Um, so with this week being zombies and vampires and the beginning of Halloween, um, I just want to kind of get everyone's intake on um, zombies and vampires. Vampires. Oh, oh yeah. very. So, oh. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. That's my favorite vampire. That's the mystery. The count. Yeah. Yes. People say he doesn't count, but I assure you he does. Oh. Okay. See what I did there? <laughs> As the lights turn off, that was <laughs> ominous. Um, so today we're going to be reviewing um, both vampire and zombie movies. Um, Nathan, what did you what did you watch today or this week? For to prepare for this episode, um, I did one zombie movie and one uh, vampire movie. I did for my zombie movie, I did uh, the Korean movie Train to Busan, and then for my vampire movie, I did Daybreakers with Ethan Hawke and Willem Dafoe. Perfect. Is that so? That's the movie, not the TV show. Yes, the movie. Okay, I perfect. That was a TV show. That's is it not a TV show? Am I thinking of something else? I don't probably. Know. <laughs> I might be. Just losing my mind. Uh, this is very clearly an exciting episode for me. Yeah. I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, Michael, what did you what did you watch this week? I watched a vampire movie off of Netflix called Night Teeth. Night Ooh. Teeth, not Night Teeth. Like it's not the number. Night Teeth. Very good. And there you go. There we go. <laughs> I heard nineteenth. That's why I'm kind of like no. What? No. Hold on. It's just me. But if anyone else hears that, please just let me know that I'm not crazy. Um, and then I, again, super prepared for this episode. I, know. I, I actually watched my movie at work today. <laughs> my boss wasn't in, so I was able to get away with it. But I watched a movie today. Um, I actually forgot the title of it. Just give me a quick minute to pull up that. that so I know you liked it a <laughs> lot. It was obviously. really good. It was so good. Hold on one second. You guys want to go and fill up the airwaves, or we can just awkwardly do, edit do, this out do, at the very end. While he looks too, it's kind of funny. You probably have heard Taylor call me Michael and Mitch in this, just so oh, you're yeah, aware. Sorry about it's the that. same person. <laughs> He's talking about me. There's not four people here. It's only three. I almost said two. And the ghost in this room that, that keeps, keeps turning, turning off, off the lights. The lights. It's a little Jekyll and Hyde thing here, <laughs> Michael and Mitch. Oh my gosh, that was so embarrassing. So uh, the movie I watched today was Holly Blood. Never heard of that. No, that's the thing. I tried to go a little bit more obscure this time around. <laughs> I did a lot of searching uh, at work, <laughs> um, looking for a movie. And oh, this, it's new. It is new. It's actually a Spanish film. Ooh. It is not a an American-made movie. Interesante. But it's a horror yeah. comedy teen rom-com. Okay. Only because the scary stuff, I'm a little sissy when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I need someone there watching movies with me. Otherwise, I'm not going to watch it. Um, uh, for example, we tried to watch, um, uh, is it called Dead Silent with the puppets? Uh, I thought Dead Silent the... was the one with Emily Blunt and uh, 
Jim from The Office. No, no, that's, no, that's a quiet, quiet Place. Ah, that the one where like the with the puppets and the lady like cuts off her tongue or whatever, and she what? talks through the puppet. You have no, no idea what I'm talking about. Or was about? Dead Silence the see. one with the guy that Dead. they break into his house? Oh no, Dead Silence. You're it is right. Dead Silence. Okay. Dead Silence. Well, there with, you go. Um, Clearly, we don't know what Anna we're talking about Robert. either. Yeah. So Dead Silence. We tried watching that movie. Stacy was feeling adventurous and was like, "Let's go ahead and watch this. I've seen it before. <laughs> it's really good." I'm like, "Oh great!" So she's already aware of like where all the jump scares and stuff are, right? We got She's just looking at you as yeah. they're <laughs> happening. She has her phone out ready. <laughs> so she she gets up and leaves five minutes into the movie. Oh my! And she's just like, I don't want to watch it. It's scary. And I'm like, you put it on. What are you doing? <laughs> so I ended up turning it off because I didn't want to watch it by myself. So I ended up watching something a little bit more lighthearted um, to to ease me a little bit. Um, so I'll be the last one to go over my reviews. Um, but really what I want to do in this movie history lesson specifically is just the differences that we've experienced between all the zombie movies and vampire movies that we watched this week. Um, so obviously mine was very lighthearted, um, but it was very classic zombie. Zom- very classic vampire. vampire. <laughs> like I'm reading zombie as I'm saying vampire. Um, where, you know, you couldn't see them in mirrors, you couldn't see them in photographs. If you tried to video record them, nothing was there, right? Um, they were, um, I said scared of garlic. They can't do garlic. They can't go into, uh, like deal with holy water, stakes of the heart, you know, classic, 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 like the typical um, stuff. Exactly. The stuff that you would hear everywhere else. But I know there are some vampire movies that aren't like that. Yes. I'm looking at you, Twilight. Hey, very different. I've never watched Twilight, but I'll defend it with my life. I don't know why you would do that. I don't know why. Yeah. But it's a, it's just a very different version of vampires, you know. And obviously, people have their own ways of seeing these monsters in the movies. And some people have preferences when it comes to these movies. So, like, for me specifically, when it comes to vampires, I'm a sucker for, like, um, uh, Hotel Transylvania. I think the Adam Sandler's Dracula is just hilarious. I think he they they make fun of the character while keeping true to the character. And I just think that's so much fun, you know. Blah, 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 blah. I do not go blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, but there are other vampire movies that are like Twilight or like Interview with a Vampire where they're just going to be a little bit different in their own ways. Because yeah. that's the way that the director and the writers want to see these creatures um, portrayed. Um, so for someone who also did a vampire movie, Michael, um, what were your vampires like? They were the typical ones that you would see i i would say think true blood you know it's kind of like have you have either of you seen that i've never seen true blood no okay. but i know it's what a good hbo about. show yeah <laughs> it's a they're they they coexist with humans and everything like that and it's well known but apparently like there was some war that happened and then there was some truce in this area it takes place in la and yeah it's a lot of it it's a very typical like you die like if you get stabbed with a stake and Okay. All that garlic so just and the like. And only come out at night. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's actually interesting that you bring that up because my movie was not like that. Vampires Ooh. were able to walk around during the day. No, yeah. See, in mine, they, if there was a good death scene at the end where one of them got, like, a car came crashing through the wall and then the sun came on, came onto the villain there and, yeah, she just burst into flames. It was pretty great. Wow. <laughs> yeah, right? There we go. Spoiler alert. I My know. God. <laughs> uh, 
that's my vampire movie was all vampires. Everybody was a vampire. So that was oh fun. yeah, that's right. That's exactly how it rolled in yours. Mm-hmm. So, but were they the, the classic vampires? No, it's set in like modern day-ish. So, in what regards? What makes them more modern day than a regular vampire one? Um, because it has like a lot of political commentary, so it, it kind of influenced the stories. A bit because they all wanted blood and like the supplies are depleting, but it's kind of like survival of the fittest type thing. Wait, is this the one with Sam Neill? Yes. Okay, I know exactly which one yeah. you're talking about. Sam yeah. Neil. So this one, it's it's kind of like a zombie movie, but with vampires. Yeah. So. So like vampires spinning. are like running the world, right? And they uh, only come out at night, and yeah. they have like, you know, all that. Okay, and I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, only five percent of the population in the world is human, or something yeah. like that. Okay. So. Oh, I, yeah. It's a it's a it's a good movie. I do remember this movie. It's very very good. Now hopping from vampires to zombies, I love a good zombie. Me too. Um, obviously, you know George Romero was like the OG zombie creator. Uh, not necessarily creator, but he's the one who kind of developed the idea of the zombie being the um, the living dead. So before that, zombies were just that. They were just dead creatures brought to life, and there was really no explanation towards them you know what i mean but then uh, night of the living dead came out by george romero and he created these zombies to be risen from the dead um walking corpses there was no brains per se but they this is when like zombies if you were bitten or scratched like you became a zombie like this is where like the actual epidemic portion of it became and i think that's really cool that he uh developed that you know that whole idea way back in the 70s, and it's it's held on to this day. You know, yeah. people call him the godfather of zombies for a reason. The basis of zombie movies. Absolutely. Kind of from that, for sure. Absolutely. Um, so, like, for me, you know, a, a zombie movie that I really like um, is, I mean, who doesn't, is Zombie Land. I think Zombie Land is just such a good one. Um, and those zombies are what George Romero would not consider zombies. So only because of the whole running aspect. So there's actually a quote that I have here from George Romero, um, a.k.a. again, the grandfather of zombies, a.k.a. the living dead. Uh, He says, zombies cannot run. I say this definitely as the godfather of zombies. Zombies cannot run. So anyone who has a zombie running, don't listen to that person. Their ankles would snap. I mean, what did they do? Go and join a spa the moment they rose from the dead? Give me a break. They're dead. That's an exact quote from George Romero. Um, and I honestly agree with that. I know. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. The anatomy doesn't make any sense. He's, they're they're deteriorated, deteriorated creatures who rose from the dead or turned due to some sort of um, medicine outbreak or mad cow disease or whatever it may be, right? Um, but um, Shaun of the Dead like, is a good My example of that. Tell me about Shaun of the Dead, Nathan. Shaun of the Dead is directed by one of my favorite directors, Edgar Wright. Fantastic. Yes, and it follows these this pair of best friends and through a zombie apocalypse, and they just have to survive. That's basically it. It's literally a parody of like all the George yeah, Romero movies. Li- all of the Night of the Living Dead series. But it, it takes place in Britain. London. In London. Oh, you sound like you're from London. 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 And it's um, hilarious. It is absolutely funny. Yeah. Hilarious. Joking. Just goodness. 
It's it's a fun it's a fun zombie movie. Yeah. You ever see that movie, Michael? That I have not either. Oh my I know, god! I know. I know. I'm a failure tonight too. There's <laughs> oh a lot of these movies gosh. I haven't seen. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But I feel like that's the classic zombies. Like you know, I I read an article where they brought up um, uh, that movie with Will Smith where he's the last person on earth. I am legend. I am, I am legend. legend. That That's one I have seen. Like, I can't so what the name is. those those were not classified as zombies, but people just took it upon themselves to call them zombies, and because of that, there's a lot of outrage to like the zombie professional. See, I never saw world. them as zombies when I saw, when I first saw that movie years ago. I just I thought that they were just like rabid people almost. That was me making that sound. I moved my <laughs> chair. I'm so sorry about that. So, moving your chair right. Okay. So, <laughs> so you so but what what would you consider them as? Like if you had to give them a title, what would you call them? Rabid people. Like they were <laughs> that's the basically the best way I could describe it. Like I don't know, I wouldn't call them a zombie because like I they're usually more fragile. Okay. A zombie is. I, so, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I can dig that. Yeah, cuz I was thinking like because I mean, it's it's like a virus, right? Yeah. That's the yeah. whole premise behind that movie. And a vaccine thing can cure them. I don't know if zombies can be cured of being a zombie, except for maybe in the movies that, like, Warm Bodies or something like that, where they kind of, with that, they become more oh, human. Warm Bodies is another one. So, that's, that's a, have you seen that movie, Nathan? Mm-hmm. No. It's a, it's a teen rom-com. It's about For zombie sure. falling oh. in love. Already adding it to my watch yeah, list. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a silly movie. I loved it when it first came out. It was like a 2013 movie, something like that. Um, but the movie, honestly, like now that I'm looking back on it, it's not very good. Oh. It re- it reminds me a lot of Twilight, but with <laughs> zombies. But the zombies actually kind of made sense, so they weren't like running around or anything like that. Yeah, like, they were just they, they were brain were the... dead. It follows zombie lore. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it's it actually sticks to like the rules of zombie, and I think that's really cool. Um, but, um, you know, moving from zombies and vampires and just talking about how different they are, you know, from one to the next, I feel like now's probably the best time to jump into our reviews. Um, so Nathan had two movies. Um, Would you like me to pick just one? Well, it's up to you. If you want to do both, you're more than welcome to do both. That's cool, man. I think I'll just do the zombie one since you two both did vampires. That's fair. Okay. So I watched Train to Busan. And like I said, it is a Korean movie. It came out in 2016. Um, and I actually did like a mini review um, of this on my Instagram. Um, the at plug time. It's Nathan Diaz PCR on Instagram. There we have it. Plug. Okay. So I wrote, um, I, first off, I gave this a 4.5 out of 5. It was really good. I said, despite the abundance of stress and near panic attacks this film put me through, I loved it. Train to Busan was such a wild ride. The beginning was a bit slow, and the script is not perfect, but the energy is potent. The film is definitely heading onto my favorite films list. Uh, so that's pretty much sums it up. Wow. Good to know. So can you tell us about the movie? And yeah. where can you s- watch it? Um, uh, it's free on Amazon Prime when I watched it. So I'm pretty sure it's So still... Prime Video? Yeah, okay. Prime Video. Okay, good to know. Um, yeah, it's basically about, um, it follows this um, father and daughter relationship. Um, they are going to visit their mom, I believe. Yeah, because the parents are, like, divorced. Um, and while they're on the train, a zombie apocalypse breaks out. And so a zombie is actually on the train when the breakout happens. 
So the whole train gets infected and it's kind of just like a survival movie of the father and daughter and like a few other supporting characters trying to escape and get to a, um, like a safe land. It is very emotional. I think I shed a tear while watching it. So be prepared to have your tissues. All right, there we have it. Um, now, you've obviously seen, I know we talked about this last week too, you've seen your fair share of movies. Yes. Um, you haven't seen your fair share of zombie movies, though. No. Still relatively new to the genre, right? From the Rotten Tomatoes 30 Essential Zombie Movies, I've only seen two. There. And it's literally Train to Busan and Shaun, Shaun of the, of the Dead. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's totally okay. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, some people have their niche, and um, I mean, it. Uh, I mean, I've always seen Train to Busan advertised what feels like forever yeah. right i see it everywhere i go and um i always i don't know if this is the right movie or not tell me if i'm wrong but it's a scene where they're on the train and like the top part of the train gets cut off um, am i thinking of the right movie you might be uh, everyone gets like decapitated i mean it's like, like certain part oh or, no. no okay really? so i'm thinking <laughs> of a completely different movie then unless i'm like completely blanking because it, it, it's been a few weeks since i watched it but oh, like i don't okay. think that happened so see i i honestly don't remember i don't i've never seen it it. world war z you're thinking of no No? world i did watch world war z um but that's not the movie i'm thinking of right now no so with this movie though would you consider this a a must watch for people yes even if you're a little like you're not very gore friendly it can be a little gory sometimes, but I would recommend it because it is very emotional and the father-daughter relationship is quite strong. So if that's your type of character arc or character story, then I would definitely check it out. So it's a it's it's a it's a kind-hearted movie yeah. at the at the base of it all. Yeah, it's right? very sentimental. Just with a zombie twist <laughs> yeah. to it. Okay, have you ever seen the movie Maggie? With no. Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. Have you seen that movie, Michael? I have not. No. So it, it's it's it sounds like it's similar. It's not like in, the, like a zombie apocalypse, but it's like post-apocalyptic kind of movie. But like Arnold Schwarzenegger's like slowly turning zombie, oh. and it's like him and his daughter trying to survive before he finally turns. Like it's like one of those drag movies where they're just trying to figure out where society is and all this stuff, but. It uh, it doesn't sound similar similar to that, but like at the heart of it, you yeah. know what I mean. It's just a, it's a father daughter movie, like the core relationship and all that. But you said this movie is a you said Korean. Yes. So which means that it was uh, did you watch it dubbed or did you watch it subbed? Uh, no subbed. I had the subtitles. You watched on. it subbed. I'm pretty sure. Well, no, I shouldn't say that, but I think that's what only Prime Video offers. Either way, I mean that should be right. But no, I don't. There might have been a way to change that. Yeah, but I don't remember seeing it. I don't know. I wasn't gonna watch it dubbed anyway. So. Okay, that's that's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Um, so would but this is in you said the top thirty IMDb list of zombie. Yeah, movies. it is number suspense, suspense, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. <laughs> I need to know. Oh my God, tell me. I feel like I passed it already, but we're oh, going to keep... Go. Oh, 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 number three. <laughs> number oh, three. Wow. Oh, it's not bad. Hey, and then Shaun of the Dead's number two, so... Oh, so I got to ask, though, since we're on this list right now, what's number one? Night of the Living Dead. Do you want to take a guess as well, Michael? 
I'll just say Zombieland just to do something different. I don't think it's, uh, it is, but... Uh, both of you are incorrect. Number one is Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of oh. the Dead. Night of the Living Dead is number four, and Zombieland is number five. Okay. So we're all in the top five. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Okay. All right. Awesome, man. So out of... Would you consider this movie something that you personally would recommend to people who have or have not watched zombie movies? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're, even if you're like, I think this is a good starter zombie movie as well, too. Is it like super gory at all? Um, It can be at times, but it's not like too bad where you're kind of like looking away from the screen type thing. Okay. Okay. I can appreciate that. Uh, did you happen to have any questions for him, Michael, about the movie at all? Not really. I feel like you explained it really well. I have to check it out. Yeah. Here we go. Super exciting. Train to Busan, now available on Amazon Prime Video. Yes. Perfect. All right. What is your official rating on this out of five stars? What would you give it? 4.5. Oh, gee, that's a whole star larger than last week. <laughs> yeah. 4.5. All right, cool. So I'm definitely going to add that to my list. Yes. Um, I, again, I love a good zombie movie, so I'm really excited to watch that. Um, perfect. And then um, you said you watched the second movie. We won't dive too deep yeah, into it. Yeah, I can just summarize. Um, really yeah. What did what was what did you watch? What was uh, your second movie? Daybreakers um, with Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, Sam Neill, and Claudia Carvan. Yeah. Um, it basically came out in two thousand nine. It is about um, a vamp where where the world is full of vampires and they're running out of human blood because the population is only at like five percent, and so it's kind of has those like political and social commentary layers in the story. Um, I thought it was good. It's kind of a little messy, but it went by really fast. It's really fast paced. So define messy. Um, the story kind of was a little all over the place. Like we went from point or story A, and then we kind of connected it with story B, and then all of a sudden like story C popped up in the middle of it, and then we had to go back to A, and then we went back to B, and it's just, there was a too many subplots. Mm, so okay, yeah. I feel like the vampire movies and zombie movies just be straightforward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's already enough going on in the world. You don't need to create other subplots. Maybe, like, character-on-character conflict. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, like, uh, father-daughter yeah. conflict, right? Family conflict. Survivors conflict. You know, yeah. survivors against survivors. Not like the survivors against zombies. Like, like a Walking Dead kind of vibe. Yeah, this you know one what I had, mean? like brother and brother uh father and daughter um just like friend and friend like there was too many relationships going on at once yeah okay okay so what would you rate this movie then we're gonna go the whole star down back to 3.5 3.5 okay so that's a 3.5 out of 5 yes would you still recommend that movie to folks um i mean it's only 98 minutes which is which is like an hour and a half and i said like i said it goes by really fast like i was like oh wait this is over so yeah if you have like an hour and a half to kill and you're a vampire fan then definitely check it out all right perfect good to know all right well there we have it so we have one 4.5 and one 3.5 from mr nathan again much better than last week yes so and these are also older movies though um but uh, that's good to know thank you for sharing so much yeah uh, next up, we're going to go over to my BFF, Mr. Michael. Mr. Michael, what did you watch this week? I watched 19th, not 19th. Not 19th, like I thought I heard earlier. <laughs> Night Teeth. What exactly is Night Teeth? So it's about this this guy. He's an aspiring musician, which is kind of funny to me because they don't really bring it up too much. But he takes over for his brother 
um, to as a driver for he drives like an Escalade, so picking up wealthy people and driving them around town. And uh, he goes and picks up these two girls, and they have a specific list of stops that they have to make. And they go and they what they're doing is they're killing these leaders of other vampires around the city, and it takes place in L.A. And um, Alfie Allen, who if you have seen Game of Thrones, he's in that as well as Theon Greyjoy. He is like this leader that's trying to take over. What was his name? In the, I think it was Victor. And uh, he's trying to take over like as the leader of the vampires in the area. And it doesn't really dive into a whole reason why. But the area itself, they are, they're in a truce between humans and vampires. And... Victor, Alfie Allen's character, is trying to break that truce and take over, basically, and start a war. But there's not a real lot of backstory as to why the war happened before and why they came to a truce. So you don't really know a whole lot, but it's got so, it's got a pretty good cast and also some lesser-known ones, which I like to see anyways. Um, if you see some pe- newer people and they you, you want to see the up-and-comers, but it's got, some, it's got some good ones in there. You see Megan Fox in there. And Sydney Sweeney make a they make a short appearance as well, um, but yeah, it, I think it's really fun. It's good action um, if you like action and everything, and not too gory either. So it's not gonna really make you like get all grossed out. <laughs> well, I I like that. So I I love a good gore movie though. I'm a huge Saw fan, so watching all that. No, uh, I can't do blood this. and gore. Oh, I refuse to watch. This I love it. So I I'm curious though. Um, so this is a newer movie. Right. Yes. Was it was it really? I think it's twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Okay. So, so who is in this movie? Who stars um, in this movie? Okay. So the main character is Jorge Lindberg Jr. I don't really know much about him. And is that that's the driver? That's the driver. His okay. name's Benny. And then it's got Debbie Ryan. Um, that's her. a good one. Yeah, I like yeah, I liked her. That's kind of why I was like, oh, okay, I like Debbie Ryan. We'll watch hey, it. Jesse. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lucy Fry, and then Alfie Allen. Like I said, and then you get um, some cameos from Sydney Sweeney and Megan Fox. Okay, yeah. that's pretty exciting. It's All got right. a pretty good cast. I thought good, that they did yeah. a, they did a good job. It's just I think the story lacked a little bit. Yeah, and that's I mean that that happens sometimes. Yeah, you know, when you have a really good cast of people that you recognize, sometimes the story just isn't the strongest, and they try to make up for actors. It just know? needed more backstory. But I mean, what can you do? It was already like an hour and forty five minutes, I think. So it was already kind of long. Okay. So, I don't know. so in your personal recommendation, though, so it, let's just say that you are the one who is in control of this project, right? You're the one who um, has to pitch this idea to Hollywood to make it better, right? Would you think it would be better off as a TV show, or do you think it'd be better off as like a movie or possibly a series of movies? I think a mini series, like maybe like four or five episodes to get you know get that backstory in there in the beginning and then really get into the action in the last few episodes i feel like that that would make it that much better okay i, I think that's that's respectable yeah yeah um with that would you keep the same cast if you're in control of the cast yeah i think so i think that they all did well as their characters okay good to know so now i'm curious though with all of this information that's being delivered to us because I, I feel like you're kind of on the fence with this whole movie, based on based on the information you're telling me, like it seems like you enjoyed it. I did, right? But it seems like you're kind of like yeah, yeah, like one and done, right? It's, it, that's just kind of what it sounds like. I could I could be wrong, um, but what would your rating be on a scale of one to five for this movie? I think a three point zero, so just a flat three. Flat Not three. bad. I think I could I could watch it again. 
if somebody else wanted to watch it, but I don't, I don't, it was definitely not my favorite vampire movie. So is this a movie that you would recommend? Yeah, I think so. It's good, good action. And you know, like the, what you, from what you can understand and what you do understand, it's, it's an interesting storyline. Um, but I just feel like that they touch on some things and then just don't bring it back. But yeah, I think I could recommend it to people. Yeah. Did you have any questions? Um, who was your favorite or what was your favorite performance? Favorite performance. Um, I think that the, the, the main character, um, Jorge, I'm probably butchering his name. Jorge Lindbergh Jr. did a really good job. I think that there was some times where he was really scared, and I feel like it was very real. It felt like it was actually happening. So I think he did a really well, really good job. Okay, good, yeah, awesome. Do you think this movie's Oscar worthy? <laughs> no, <laughs> that so, was a funny joke. <laughs> uh, so you're telling me I won't see Debbie Ryan at the Oscars this year? I mean, if n- not for this, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. All right, cool. So. Um, out of this movie, um, have you seen a lot of other vampire movies besides this movie? You know, not as many. I, not many movies. I've seen some shows, like I like I brought up True Blood earlier, which I think was probably my I think my favorite in like interpretation of vampires. I think that that was a re- really well done and it had good storyline. And I think that that's why the show aspect would have been really well with this movie. But yeah, I've seen some. So what would you rate True Blood then? Like, let's just say True Blood. I mean, that's there's a lot, obviously. True Blood was on for how many seasons? Oh, gosh, I can't even remember. I mean, it's an HBO show, so yeah. I'm assuming like A I'm lot, like they're hour-long episodes, gory, yeah. and... Seven seasons. Seven seasons. So if let's just say that... I mean, it's kind of hard to compare because it's seven seasons yeah. apart from <laughs> two hours of movie, yeah. right? Um, what, do you, what do you personally rate true blood at so like on the scale of five on a scale of five yeah i'd say a four okay okay so obviously true blood you just feel it's just a better overall um uh storyline overall than yeah but like you said it's not a really a fair comparison because one you can like their episodes you can dive into the storylines and everything like that whereas a move a two-hour movie you can only do so much that's true so that's true okay well I'm glad you got to enjoy the movie. Yeah. At least get a better idea of what the movie had to offer, <laughs> you know. Um, obviously, it's a newer movie, so there's not a whole lot of reception on it yet. I mean, yeah. I've never heard of it until you brought it up, you know. Um, it's on Netflix. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. So and we have her... Amazon Prime and then Netflix for English. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Anything else you guys want to add to Night Teeth? No? Feeling pretty good? Yeah. All right, cool. So I guess I'll go in the... Uh, Hop into my movie. I don't do reviews. I'm not good at them. So um, I'm not going to be as well spoken, <laughs> I guess is the best way to phrase it, as uh, as Nathan was, who does this professionally and gets paid to do this. No, and I don't. <laughs> living on a mansion up in Beverly Hills. Yeah. And <laughs> um, Party at my house tonight. <laughs> uh, so, uh, again, I watched mine today. Um, mine is called Holly Blood. Um, which sounds like a super B movie because it was a super B movie. Uh, this is a it's a Spanish movie. It's a horror comedy teen rom com, which is a mouthful. Whoa, um, a lot going on. <laughs> it's a lot going on. So the synopsis that's brought up specifically on IMDb is Javi, a perfectly ordinary teenager who doesn't suspect that his crush on Sarah might be reciprocated 
Through a string of misunderstandings, Sarah comes to believe that Javi is in possession of supernatural powers. So basically the entire premise of this is that the main character, Javi, uh, knows this girl, Sarah. They go to uh, Catholic school together. And she is completely... Uh, what's the best way to phrase it? I don't want to say delirious. Um, I want to say innocent, I want to say, when it comes to, like... Naive? Naive. There you go. That's a great way. Yes, very naive. (laughs) So she's obsessed with vampires. She loves vampires. She's on, like, vampire forums and stuff online. And she follows all, like, the the fan pages and all this stuff. And people automatically think, oh, like, like, uh, Twilight or, like, this. But, like, no, like, actual vampires. So, like, she goes into, like, history books and, like, reads about all these famous vampires. And uh, she shares this information with her friend online named Lydia, which we actually find out is Javi um, portraying a female online so so he can get closer to her without actually talking to her in school. Well, uh, Sarah eventually ends up inviting Lydia, which, again, it's Javi, to a movie premiere for a sexy vampire Hollywood movie. Twilight. It's literally a Twilight parody. It's called Holly Blood. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it literally, it's everything that Twilight is, right? They they showed maybe like three minutes of the movie to just show Dang. how ridiculous this movie is. Three minutes? That's a three long minutes. time. Yeah, that's a so, long time. <laughs> so it, it revolves around a girl who's in love with a vampire. Oh, my. But as soon as she walks up to the vampire, he's, like, chopping wood shirtless, right? Okay, and I then, have to add this to my watch list, too. <laughs> and then uh, they start making out, like, by the wood that he was chopping. And then out of the woods, you hear, no, you can't date him. And, like, it zooms out, and it's a werewolf turning into a human <laughs> who rips off his shirt, like, but he's not good at it. Like, it gets stuck on him and stuff, and he's trying to take it off. And um, then they start making out, like, right then and there, like, within this three minutes. So Twilight. Segment. It's literally <laughs> Twilight. And then the Holy cop, blood. and then they, you know, there's a disturbance or whatever, and the sheriff shows up, and the sheriff is also shirtless. So it's just ridiculous. It's just a big parody of Twilight. Um, but while they're at this premiere, one of the signs falls over that's out in front. You know how they have, like, the the red carpet and they have that sign behind it where people can get their photos of like the yeah. celebrities and stuff. Uh, there's a sign right there that ends up getting knocked over and Sarah's underneath it. So Javi runs over and like basically sacrifices himself, not knowing what's going to happen, but ends up holding it up and everybody's super impressed by this. It turns out that the metal chains were still hooked onto the back. So he wasn't actually holding it up, yeah. but it made it look like he was. So when Sarah saw that, she thought she was he was a vampire. Oh. Because of this movie that they just watched. <laughs> so um, he ends up going along with it. He It's just lie after lie after lie. And he's trying to BS his way to get closer to this girl. And uh, she ends up really falling for him. And he's great and all this stuff. But, of course, his lie comes out, right, where he's not a vampire. Um, and um, But there is an actual vampire in the city. And um, it's, like, terrorizing people and... What? <laughs> um, they yeah. So there's like there's like it's goes in this whole backstory. That's really not the important part of the movie. It that whole premise was maybe like ten minutes long. That B story, um, it really wasn't relevant. But at the very end, they end up like fighting the the vampire and they win and everything is great. But the way they fight it is really cool. So 
I won't spoil it for anybody because it is a new movie. It's uh, 2002 or 2022. Excuse me. When this movie, it's came a new out. movie. It's 2002. 2002. You know. you know, only two decades ago. <laughs> but it's very funny. I do strongly recommend it. Um, I did watch it dubbed. I did. Um, I did not watch it subbed <laughs> because I was at work. <laughs> I want to emphasize that. So I wanted to make sure I was able to hear what was going on when I was doing other things. Um, but I felt like this would have transitioned better as an American film, personally, because it had a lot of American humor in it. Um, but the characters were just awkward, right? But I guess that's kind of like the, the charm of it, because it's supposed to be a parody of all these different yeah. vampire movies. and um, The Americanization of vampires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was, it was good. It was fun. I do recommend that if you happen to have an hour and 27 minutes to spare to watch it. Um, it is it is very funny, but you do have to really listen or read because there's a lot of jokes that might pass by if you're not paying attention. So, Well, moment of truth, what would you rate this? Oh, man. The actual storyline itself. So here's the thing. It's not like an actual vampire movie. Right, it's just it's a movie about vampires, so because of that, I, you know, keep it in like that kind of context. I would say easily a four because it's a it's a movie about vampires making fun of vampires with vampires, and I think that's just a really fun way to do it. But um, in terms of having it on the scale of like a vampire movie, like a two point five, mm-hmm. like it's not vampire eccentric at all. It's just a parody. So, I mean, um, you can go wrong with parody sometimes. Yeah, oh, no, I yeah. agree. I agree. But it was fun. I strongly recommend for anyone who just has some time to spare. So, questions? Yeah. Feeling good? Yeah. Feeling good? All right. Cool beans, man. Um, so, those are all of our reviews. And, you know, I want to kind of uh, dive a little bit deeper into these reviews, though. I have this game I want to play today. We played a game last week that took forever. <laughs> it was 100 movies deep is how long that, that game was. So, I've gotten some very strong comments from my mom about some of the movies. Have you really? Yeah, she said, do you own a DVD player? <laughs> That's a serious question. Do you own a DVD player? Are you asking me? Yes. I own a DVD player. But she's going to send you the Goonies. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I cannot tell you the amount of friends that have reached out to me being like, how have you not seen the Goonies? Yeah. Like, I'm so, I'm so Wait, sorry. you haven't seen the Goonies? No, I haven't seen the Goonies, not all the way through. I've only seen like little bits and pieces. I have no idea how that movie ends. I don't even know what that movie's about. Oh, boy. I just know it's like wow. a, it's like an 80s movie. Well, that's right? your homework tonight. You have to go home and watch it tonight. So not tonight. Do you know what time it is? I got stuff I got to do, bro. And a child. <laughs> and that's a child. <laughs> that's always my excuse. Um, tomorrow at work, then. They, oh, wait. They, I, I don't have to. I don't, oh, I don't work tomorrow. Oh, there you go. I can actually oh. watch it tomorrow. Look at that. I'll send it over tomorrow. Oh, heck, I'll be expecting <laughs> it through snail mail. I'm ready for it. Okay. Uh, okay. Bring it on. Uh, so this game is what I like to call us versus the internet. So basically how this game works, um, based on our scores, based on everything that we've experienced today, um, I'm going to see what the internet thinks. So I feel like we were very open and very uh, understanding of the scores that we were given, right, to all these different movies. But let's see what the internet has to say 
is see if, if, if we're even close to what the internet thinks or if we're just very unique human beings in that regard. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start with Mr. Nathan. All right. So, um, train to Busan. Um, it can't, or no. Uh, so the topics we have are uh, Rotten Tomato score, the audience score, and theater gross. So, train to Busan has a Rotten Tomato score of 94% based on 118 reviews, which is quite good. That is very high on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score is, sorry, it's loading, 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 suspense, 89%, which is also pretty good for an audience score. It's um, kind of on the high side because I think audience score ranges about, like I want to say 80 to 80 or 80 to 90 for pretty good movies. Um, and it made uh, 98.5 million at the box office, but its budget was 8.5 million, so it definitely made its money back. That's good. Yeah. So, Just a little bit. Oh, for sure. So for those of you who don't know how the movie industry works specifically, obviously you want to make money off of your movie. Definitely. Right? So the lower the budget that you're able to provide, the better, because you have a higher chance of getting that money back, and then hopefully and then some. Um, in a perfect world, you want to get at least, at least 5% back from your movie. Yeah. And that's not breaking even. I mean, like, you want your, <laughs> you want what you put out on the movie plus 5% to be having that considered a, a commercial success. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you're just another movie, right? In the, in the studio's eyes. Um, so if you're able to make more then obviously you're in you're in the green with the studio. The studio will invite you back to do more movies. They'll give you a higher budget potentially next time because they know what you're able to provide at a lower budget, and that's what they want. Um, so to see that income come in is awesome. Yeah. Um, for the next one, we have Daybreakers. The link is not loading because, of course, it's not going to load when I'm trying to do this. But, okay, uh, 68% based on 151 critic reviews, which is not too bad. It's almost a little bit on the rotten side because anything 59% and lower is rotten. But it's not too bad. 69, I think, is what I would put it at. Um, Then the audience score is pretty bad, 49%, which is pretty low. I think the most recent movie I can think of that has that low of an audience score is the new Blonde movie, the uh, Marilyn Monroe fictionalized biopic. I hear that was really good, though. Uh, no, Did I it not do hear... Really? Did I hear... <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that. And then this one, I don't think made its money back. I mean, if you do like Hollywood math, it most likely didn't. So the budget was $20 million and box office was $51.4 million. But you have to think about um, the budget is just the movie alone. Um, you That doesn't count for promotion. And you only get about half back of your domestic gross. So you're, um, the U, it was only U, released in the U.S., I believe. So half of 51, like roughly $25 million. It probably barely broke even or just a little bit under broke even or just under that broke even mark. So... But if you remember this correctly, too, this movie wasn't advertised very well. Yeah, there wasn't so a lot of marketing out for it. So, Who knows? It could have... It's yeah. in that ballpark, though. Yeah. So 
I don't think they lost a ton of mon- money no. over it. I've, I've never seen that director show up in anything else ever. Again. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I mean, I haven't. Oh, the, I think their last big movie was Jigsaw, the 2017 one. Ooh, no, no, no. Yeah. The... <laughs> oh, no, Jigsaw. Oh, no, 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 no. no yeah, no. yeah, no. I was thinking Spiral. <laughs> Spiral also didn't do well, though. Yeah, but that, that's a little bit of the pandemic, I think. Yeah, true. Good point. Okay, awesome, man. Well, there we go. So, I mean, you were pretty close on the dollar then when it came to your ratings. Overall, yeah, for the critic right? score. Yeah. The audience a little off. So, everybody should trust Nathan and his taste. So, he seems to be on par with the internet. So, congratulations, good sir. Thanks. Proud of you. I like to think well, that. Well, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so, next, we're going to go ahead into Night Teeth. Um, I didn't tell Michael that we were doing this. This is a good surprise for him <laughs> because I don't want him... Um, feeling like he has to change a score because of what happens on the internet. I don't want it to be clouded no, I right, by, by like other people's judgments. My, I would have given it my yeah. score, but totally understandable. So, because um, typically, you know, for me, I always, I like to be that person where I go and see a movie and I'm just like, wow, that movie was so good. And then I start reading up on it and people are like talking about loopholes that I missed or like plot points and that weren't just completed it. and it does and i'm just kind of like oh this movie wasn't good yeah. i didn't i didn't like it so i like to have that initial mindset of coming out of it and being just like all right being up on that high or being up on that low and then just seeing where we're at you know what i'm saying um so with night teeth this is obviously it's a little different um in terms of gross because it never went to theaters yeah. no it did not this that one hollywood Right, and Hollywood didn't go to theaters either. No, so this was it. It, it I, I don't really have anything to compare it off of specifically. Um, it does show here, though. I don't know how accurate this is. I'm on IMDb.com, and it shows here at the box office budget. This is estimated for Night Teeth was twenty five million dollars. Yeah, Wikipedia says like twenty one, I believe. Or... That's that's a lot. Yeah. Over twenty a million dollars budget. for a budget. That's a huge budget. Now based on what you were telling me, there wasn't a whole lot of special effects that happened in this movie. There wasn't a whole I mean there was like that one you said that one um yeah. action scene at the end with the car and stuff, right? I mean there's some pretty cool stuff in there. I didn't really touch on all of it. But I mean special effects and mostly driving stuff. Okay. Yeah. And Did, I mean, I know those driving rigs are not cheap. Yeah. Did so. the VFX look decent enough? Oh, yeah. I mean, the effects were good. I mean, they made it look really it, realistic and everything. Well, All I mean, right. that's, that's good. I can dig that. Um, on IMDb as well, um, overall, it shows here that it has an overall score, an IMDb rating of 2.56 out of 10. That's so if we were to go ahead and split that in half, we're looking at about a 2.7 out of 5. What? If it was on a scale oh, of 1 to 5. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's about a 2.7 out of 5. If we're doing it from our scale. Yeah. That's... Um, which isn't, it isn't good. I mean, what did you place that again, Michael? I think I said a 3. A so. 3. So, I mean, that's pretty close. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, again, it's... It, it's different because it's a streaming movie. So it's really hard to to place uh, an actual comparison to it, you know, to put actual um, um, numbers to it. It also shows that the popularity, though, is 2,325 on the list of IMDb films. 
which is very, 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 very low. Mm-hmm. Very low. Yeah. For something that's as new as it is, it's very low. In fact, there was a uh, review on here. There's 245 reviews on IMDb about this movie. And the very first line says, first, I want to say that I like vampires, meaning it sucks when vampires are not portrayed correctly, like oh how boy. badly the Twilight movie shows them. Whoa. <laughs> Somebody needs Nineteenth, to watch Holly Blood. Right. <laughs> 19th sounded promising when I read the plot, so I went on to Netflix to check it out, and now I have some things to say about it. And it goes into details. I really don't want to go through this entire thing. I don't know how long it is. I haven't opened up the entire you check it out on IMDb. <laughs> IMDb. All the ratings are going to be right there. Um, but, I mean, that's not a very good score. But I did see there, it said that I do like the acting. So, yeah, that's kind of true. That's kind of how I felt about it, too. The okay. acting was good, but the story just lacked. Yeah, I, I mean, it's good for them trying something new, Yeah. right? But it's just not the vampires that people expect. So It would have been better if they could have done the backstory behind it all. Okay, no worries. And then here on... Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, this seems to be the number one make or break for a lot of movies, I feel. Um, Night Teeth came in at a tomato meter of 38%. And it has an audience score of 46%. (laughs) So, realistically speaking, anything under 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, it's not worth your time. Yeah. But well, I wouldn't say that for everything, but so well, that's <laughs> it's all a matter of personal preference. Yeah. Exactly, it really is. Exactly. I mean, there are people who like um, Paul Blart Mall Cop. You know what I'm saying? Like hey, the guilty pleasure of or my <laughs> guilty pleasure is Fantastic Four, the 2004 oh, okay. one or whatever. So that movie was awful, but it is it's a fun <laughs> no, movie. No, I give that a five out of five. So, you guys are oh, just haters. No. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, Don't lose all your credibility on the second episode now. Say, you were on. on such a strong streak, man. <laughs> uh, so the tomato meter, not, not too not pleasing good, to see. But... Yeah, but from what it sounds like from Michael, it is worth a look-see. Just to kind of get a better... It's a good one-time watch. You know, yeah. it's around, the ha- around Halloween. You want a vampire movie. You've seen them all. Check this one out. There we go. Perfect. And then last but not least, we're going to hop into my movie. Holy blood. We're going to start off on IMDb. This is actually worse than Night Teeth. Oh, no. <laughs> the overall IMDb rating came out to 4.3 out of 10. Blah, blah. Oh, I got to make a comment. You said on mine it was 2.6. It was actually 5.6, I believe. No, no, no. It would have been a 2.6 if it was on a scale of 1 to 5. But you said 2.6 out of 10. Yeah, you did. That's why did I was I confused. Did I say that? Yeah, oh, it was 5.6 so out of 10, 2.7 out of 5. So, oh my god. So I was like, uh, wait, what? Because <laughs> it wasn't making sense. Why am I even that's here? I was looking for it on the screen when you were doing I was like, where did, where did he say 2.6? I know, 2. that's 6? why I went so, back. I was like, oh, yeah. Just <laughs> wanted to c- clarify, 5.6 out of 10. <laughs> 2.7 out of 5. Who told Very me to good. host this podcast today? I'm clearly oh, not all here, guys. That's not fair. Oh, my God. All right, so anyways, 4 point that. whatever so out of 10 it, for yeah, so it, was, it was not bueno. came out to a 4.3 out of 10. That's from the IMDb review specifically. Um, it shows here that the, uh, the gross worldwide, so, again, it is a Spanish film, so gross worldwide more than likely is just um, more than likely like Mexico. Uh, possibly Spain, depending on where it's going to be released. But it has a 15,000 gross. 
which hey, is also better not, than nothing. <laughs> they, I don't know if they made their money back. I don't know what the budget was. Um, I'm sure this is probably a movie that I can make at my house, though. <laughs> so with a budget, I want to say if I had a budget easily of like $30,000, I feel like I could make this movie. So, But even so, that's they didn't even get half their money back. If you put it into perspective yeah, that way. Yeah, I just looked it up. Only Spain. It only showed in Spain. Only Spain. Only okay. Spain. So there we go. And it had a four-weekend run, or four-week one run. Four <laughs> weekends, and it only made $15,000. Yeah. Oh, I feel like you're right. I feel like it was just released in the wrong location. I feel like it was very Americanized. That's what, I thought, well, you can't call a movie Hollyblood in the Hollywood letters and not release that to America. I just feel like that's that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? I mean, it was released to America, but it should have been an American film. I felt like it would have been better off, not necessarily in terms of, like, gross, but, like, if this was sent to, a, you know, a streaming device as well for American audiences, I felt like it probably would have been um, well off overall, you know. Um, so going over to Rotten Tomatoes, there is no information uh oh. They didn't want to put anything up. They didn't. Up there. It, literally, all it says here is where to watch, and it shows that it's Netflix. That is it. There's no tomato meter. There's no audience score. So I'm actually gonna rig it right now and place it at a hundred percent to see where it takes. No, I'm not gonna do that. No, no, no. If I had to make a tomato Minus or an audience 78%. score, seventy-eight percent. As an audience That's score, generous. I would easily put it forty something. No, I was gonna say like maybe fifty-four. Only because it's a parody. If it was an actual, like, legitimate zombie movie, it would have been, like, in the 20s or 30s. But, okay, let's let's think about that, though, for a second. You're putting <sighs> that percentage higher than Night Teeth, but the scores on IMDb were different. I, I would say maybe, at like, a 38, 39% instead of a 50. You didn't see this movie. You don't know. Oh, oh You don't know. Oh, no, my gosh. Kidding. Hey, break it up, break it up. So put in some fighting sound effects right here. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I honestly, like, if we're basing it off of those two together, if they have the same sort of um, visual representation for both films, I can definitely see Night Teeth being the stronger aspect between the two. Absolutely, because this is a super B-movie. This is like a movie that you would see if you go to, like, Kane's. Oh, yeah, not like, the chicken place. <laughs> <laughs> My mind was like, what? <laughs> if you go to Kane's Film Festival, this is probably somewhere, something that you could watch there. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of quality it was. So, um, but there we have it. So, obviously, I have terrible taste in movies, which is why I don't go and see movies very often. Nathan has great taste in movies. He knows what's up. He has a better idea of what to expect. And then, you know, Michael's pretty damn close, too. I was very impressed with everyone's scores. I'm sorry that my movie sucked, but I personally enjoyed it. So I love a good parody. As long as you enjoyed it, that's all that yeah. matters. That's you know, and we talked about that last week too. You know, we're just here to enjoy movies. That's yeah. that's why movies are made. We're not here to win Oscars, to to have um, stories written off of us, to have franchises. That's just not what you're supposed to go into this business about. You're supposed to be in this business to tell a story about something that you love that you would love to see on the big screen. And um, you can't say that about a lot of stuff. 
nowadays. You know, everything's a franchise nowadays. Last week we talked about Ice Age. Ice Age has 50 <laughs> billion movies out, you know. And 20,000 more coming. Yeah, and it just keeps on coming. Buck Wild is their new star. Let's not talk about that again. <laughs> um, the Marvel Universe, you know, they're releasing mm, things every week. Beast, right there. That it's, I have so much to talk about. It's a lot. We have a whole episode on that. Yeah, that and might I actually, will rant about it. That might be a live episode. What? Honestly, that's yeah, news to me. That's gonna be a long episode. Um, but we're we're here in this business as viewers and as creators and as creatives just to enjoy we're not here to win awards you know uh people i i mean don't get me wrong there are cop-out movies right where you're kind of like this is clearly going to be an oscar contender like it was made to be an oscar contender for but it's it's typically studio specific right like the studio wants to be involved in the oscars in some way i can name like 10 from last year so (laughs) name do it do you have a list of I can, well, some of these I think will be like my preference, but I don't want to get too off topic. (laughs) So, but we're, we just want to make movies for fun, something that people can enjoy. If you don't enjoy them, then obviously we can only get better and better and better from that point forward. But we're all here in this together as people who just love movies. And I feel like that should be good enough for everybody here. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. This is not a religious podcast. I <laughs> Ten thousand people just stopped. <laughs> you just lost a subscriber. I, oh my god! But I mean, that's really all we have for the show today, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Can I get a special round of applause for uh, Mr. Michael for joining us today? Woo-hoo. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He drove all this way. From the middle of nowhere, what it feels like sometimes. Like it's a it's a hell of a drive to get up to his house. Oh wow! So <laughs> it's not I that bad. It's no. It it depends on traffic, honestly. Like I literally, well, I moved, so I'm a little bit closer to the 91 now. So oh, that's good to know. There we go. Everyone, take the 91. Let's go find him. No, don't take the 91. We got <laughs> yeah. There's a mess getting here. On a weekend, it's not that bad, comparatively speaking. But um. Yeah, that was a very fun episode. So thank you guys again for joining me uh, on this beautiful planet we call Picture Show. It is um, always lively, always exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, of course, as always, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at PlanetPickPod. Yeah, for Um, pictures and videos of today. We have pictures and videos. I didn't – did you see me picking my nose? No, I only took one picture. (laughs) Oh, there we go. We have a singular photo being sent. singular photo. Um, that we're going to be sharing, and um, we'll go ahead and uh, probably tweet about something too. Yeah, because so, the unedited or unedited version of the first episode goes up on, on Tuesday, Monday. Mo- Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, so that'll be already out by the time this goes up. Correct. And yeah. next week it's Ghost Schools and Monsters, Ooh. and it's perfectly timed because Werewolf by Night will be out. Oh my, how are we timing this so I well? I don't know. Let's keep it going. I'm really impressed. And then next after that is Serial Killers, and what comes out? Halloween ends. Halloween ends. Oh my ends. gosh, we're just That's so insane, good. insane, dude. Holy cow. Well, I mean, I not again, none of this was planned. Yeah, no. It just really <laughs> happened to work out that way. Um, so, yeah, next week is, what was it? Ghosts, Ghouls, and Monsters? Yeah. So, so we're going to be focusing more on 
creatures. Yeah, like next week. So we're it's Wolf gonna be Man, yeah. Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to name? Werewolf by Night. I guess. Boy, <laughs> synergy, synergy. Um, and then just monster movies. You know, any kind of monster movie. Yeah. Um, so we can probably talk ghosts, like you know, Ghost Ship or Thirteen Ghosts or you know any kind of just ghosty movie. Then we'll talk about a monster movie. Um, do you have a favorite monster movie, Michael? Monster movie? Ooh. I don't think so. Not re- not that I can think of at, at the top of my head. Sorry. No. I can think of good ghost mo- movies. Like, I mean, like The Conjuring, obviously Ooh. a good one. That's a good one. The Conjuring 2 is 5 out of 5. Very good. I haven't seen the second one. I, need, I should. Oh, you have I have to, to watch it by yes. myself because my wife won't watch it with oh, me. Oh, yeah. No. It's a little intense. <laughs> oh, no. I used to go up behind Taylor. I'm pretty sure at one time I'd do the clap. Oh, my I God. Why would you do that? that. <laughs> I so, did it to my wife, too, and she, didn't, she did not find that amusing. The only monster movie I can think of right off the bat that I genuinely enjoy is the first Cloverfield movie. In which I think we talked about it last week, but I thought it was only mid. It was okay. Yeah. Wrong, but okay. <laughs> I mean, and then the only other monster movies I can think of are like Godzilla and Kong, but those aren't really Halloween-ish. Well, I mean, they have like the Mummy, and like you said, Creature yeah. of the oh, Black Lagoon. The Mummy's Lagoon. a good one. Yeah, yeah. not and, oh, not not the Tom Cruise one. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. He's the classic monster, the yeah. original. You know, the OG. So we're gonna be talking a lot about that next week, um, which is gonna be a lot of fun. Um, for those of you who want to catch up on the recent, um, not movie news, but movie um, reviews, you can always go over to Nathan's blog as well. Uh, postcreditreviews.com. I just put up reviews for The Woman King and see how they run. Did you watch The Woman King? I watched it actually yesterday. Yeah. What did you think? I cried. It was really good. Okay. What? Uh, real quick, what's your star rating? 4.5 out of 5. Ooh, that's it is really in good. my top 5 of the year so far. Wow, there we go. There we have it. Highly recommend. There we go. So anyone who wants to go to the movie this weekend, uh, it's going to be a good movie to watch. Now, one last thing. Again, like I said last week, I always like to end my episodes with uh, inspirational quotes. Um, with it being zombies and vampires, my inspirational quote this week comes from George Romero. Um, and he says, quote, my stories are about humans and how they react or fail to react or react stupidly. I'm pointing at the finger at us, not at the zombies. I try to respect and sympathize with the zombies as much as possible. Oh. His take on zombies are really interesting, like in a positive way. Like, yeah. I really like it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's not, like you said, it's not about the zombies. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's about us doing stupid things. It's yeah. about people being people. You know, it's just uh, harder for us to understand that now with the amount of zombie movies that are out there. People are in it for the horror aspect, not for the actual um, social aspect, you know. Unfortunately. Yeah. But there we have it, everybody. Thank you so much again for joining us this week for... Escape from Planet Picture Show. Show. Um, again, another big round of applause for Mr. Michael. Thank you so much for joining us today, sir. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. We'll keep you in mind for the Christmas episode. Yes. Sounds good. We'll talk about our favorite Christmas uh, movies and TV shows and stuff, and TV specials. Those are always a lot of fun. Um, But until next time, everybody, have a wonderful rest of your day. I don't have a sign-off yet, so I'm going to be practicing on sign-offs every single week. Hopefully we can vote on it by the end of this month. 
But we will see you all at the Escape Pod. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.